Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the FBL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FBL related. This week is truly the most hangoverest week I've had since we started. Um, we're looking back at game week 13, unlucky for some, definitely unlucky for me. Seamus, not too bad for you, you're still sitting here in the green arrow, how are you getting on man? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Um, yeah, surprised with my green arrow. Uh, not a massive score for me this week 51 points which is only slightly above the average the average is 47 um, so I'm surprised with the green arrow considering I'm kind of you know in the top 100k yeah, we will caveat everything we're saying with the fact that Burnley and Newcastle is yet to play tonight so obviously facts and figures are going to change a little bit but hopefully not too much mm, yeah the there's not a whole lot of owned players in this game tonight. It hasn't kicked off yet. Um, I think the kickoff was delayed, actually. Yeah, it's now showing it at half eight. I haven't figured out why that is. But Goodmanson, Hart are probably the two main owned guys with Burnley. And either both of those guys are like... Still Goodmanson's under under 10%, certainly. Hart might be more than that, but he's not more than 15, I would say. 15% owned. Um, who else have we got? Newcastle, you've got maybe Kennedy. He's Cup, still, yeah. he's still about less than 5% owned, I would say maybe Yedlin and stuff like that not a whole lot of players so there's not too much that can happen tonight that's going to cause a lot of damage so let's not worry about what might happen let's fucking worry about what did happen mm-hmm. <laughs> you're happy though you're you're fucking sitting on a green arrow tell us uh, where your points came from this week yeah so I said 51 points which is a green arrow um, I was 21,000 before the start of the week um, my overnight rank before this game has started was had me 17,753 so I'm up three and a half k. So assuming with auto subs and uh, vice captains coming in and things like that, and points from this game, assuming I drop, you know, a couple of thousand places again here, I still would be around the twenty. Mark. I'd be very, very hopeful for a green arrow. I, I'm not sure what would have to. I think Hart would have to get like fifteen points maybe for me to to get a red arrow or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I think uh, I think I'm in a good position. I'm happy with it. The game week rank itself is something like two million. 2.1 million and after this week who knows what that could be you know two and a half million or something but yeah 834 points in total um yeah i'm happy with that what about yourself i'm uh i'm not too happy i got a total of 38 points this week but i took a hit and that brings me to 34 i don't have anyone playing tonight so that's me done for the week not a great week um I'm not too disappointed with my hit though because they worked out. I went with Wilson down to Jimenez, and then after a few glasses of wine, I got Martial in for <laughs> for Madison. So seeing Madison's red card gave me some bit of joy that at least uh, economically. Yeah, at least didn't have minus two. Yeah, exactly. and I nearly had a minus two last week with Stevens first time I bench. Mm-hmm. He nearly came in for me, so it would have been quite funny if I avoided that. And you got a minus two this week. Yeah, but tell me, Seamus, where did your points come from this week? So, captain decision did not go correctly. Uh, mm. We said last week that we thought maybe the captain decision could be an important one, you know, yeah. and could sway things. You went with Salah. I did. That came in. Mm-hmm. So that's the source of some of your points. Yeah. I went with Aguero. Things. You did. You know, and another. he blanked. And he blanked. Uh, so, yeah, double two for that. But I was lucky. I had, I still had Mitrovic in my mm. team from a few weeks ago because I never got around to getting rid of him so he got me 13 points Mane 9 points my he my game the, week yeah. 12 transfer uh, who did nothing last week but those 9 points means he's mm-hmm. got 
12 points in two games so I'll take that six points per game for two games no you made a good move uh, Salah I had him I just didn't captain him so eight points and Robertson with seven so actually no. three Liverpool players helped me out there the rest all got ones and twos and Richarlison got three which was disappointing so 51 yeah. points that serves any of those rogue managers right for fucking captain then. yeah exactly yeah if, well if I got if I went with him I'd be another point better off if I went with Salah yeah. I would be on 57 points so it would be a very good week considering the average and that average of 47 points it should be said is the average FPL team points the average in the top 10k is even lower so just to bring the tone down a little bit I'm going to throw up what I assume is your biggest dampener of the week dampener and that's Wolves uh, losing their their clean sheet your double Wolves your move from Mendy to Doherty yeah, that, that didn't pan out too well that was my transfer well I had to get rid of Mendy um and I, if you remember I don't know if I said it on the pod last week I was considering going to Dean yeah Dean or, or Dean or whatever you pronounce his name for Everton yeah. he was 4.8 at the time and I was saying if I do that it would allow me to get Hazard in this week who has a lovely game against Fulham yeah now I decided fuck Hazard I've gone I've gone 12 yeah. weeks without him yeah, I go I go word. longer you know uh, even if it is a nice fixture and I said fuck it I want Darty I want to get a piece of this Darty pie be missing so well he's so attacking down the right hand side and I just fancied Wolves to but what has he done lately what have you done for me lately Wolves haven't kept the clean sheet in five games now after losing 2-0 to to Huddersfield I did not see that coming but they lost their clean sheet after 8 minutes Uh, even at that point I was disappointed because I'd lost 2 clean sheets because I decided to double up with Bennett and Doherty instead of starting Anoutovic Anoutovic actually started on my bench this Mm -hmm. week um, just because you could see Man City were going to wallop him um, but yeah lost my both clean sheets but at the same time I was thinking Doherty so far well I got him for attacking points he's so far forward a lot of the time that I wasn't worried I was like he could still come in he's I knew, I knew Bennett was a striker kind of thing or defender I should yeah, say he's yeah my, he's my third defender yeah. and uh, that's uh, not too bad because that gives you funds to have the likes of Mane oh I thought I put my funds out turns out I didn't but uh <laughs> Yeah, no, so that puts, uh, that's fine. The reason I brought the tone down was basically it just segues into my week a bit easier. Mm. And you talk, you listed out all those players that did something for you. This week I had you three. Had, you had none of those guys. No, well, I had Salah, you called out Salah. Oh yeah, I sorry, Salah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I had two players this week do something for me. <laughs> Two out of eleven. Uh, two out of eleven. I had Salah, uh, uh, Salah as my captain, getting me the eight points. Thank you, no bonus. Thanks very much. Uh, and I as had standard. a standard Van Dyke getting me a clean sheet, and that pales beside Robertson, who got the bonus. Point. Does it? Does it sicken you every it time does. Robertson gets in a, a bonus? Like I, I need to wait till the end of the season because right now I can't get stuck in the present. I need to look back and go. You know what? They did earn the same amount of points and blah blah. But I should never fucking moved off Robertson. It was a chump move. And uh, it's biting me on the ass. I still think, though, you know, your reasoning getting him in. Van Dyke will come up with a goal or so here. I don't think I don't see Robertson getting many goals, only assists. So when Van Dyke finally does get a goal, yeah. you'll be laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. That's if I keep him, and God knows what the fuck I'm going to do. Yeah. So, so well, if it, actually, <laughs> let's uh, let's actually could, because I'm very conscious of the fact that each week we'll talk about what our points, uh, where we got our points this week, and we'll talk yeah. about transfers. But it's hard for anyone that may be listening to kind of actually know what our teams are looking like now. Yeah. Do you want to go through your team there uh, just so people get an just idea? Just a quick run through. It's basically Alonso, Bennett, Van Dyke were my starting three. On the bench was Juan Bissaka and uh, Duffy. 
So yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was giving you shit. I was saying you should have started Duffy. He nearly came in with a clean sheet this week. He did. He lost it in the eighty fifth minute. Uh, From a which penalty. made me feel <laughs> which made me feel a bit better against a ten man Leicester. But we'll go into that match in a little bit. Um, yeah, so that was my defensive line, and then my midfield was Richarlison, Martial, Hazard, and Salah. So uh, none of them did anything except for Salah, who got me the goal. And then my starting line was Arnautovic, Jimenez, and Aguero. So yeah, uh, blanks all around for me. Now, uh, the reason I, I asked that is a lot of that team. Make me feel bad. Well, not that, not just that. The reason I was asking you about your team is looking at it there, it's very what you've just described it's kind of template and it's been a poor week for the so-called template team now i don't buy into this template shit anyway but when i say template i mean a lot of people at the moment have that forward line you have aguero jimenez arnautovic as yeah. the ideal one and i have two of those three and i wanted to get mitrovic towards jimenez so like i mean that's kind of what people are moving towards so you literally would have just had the same. I would have, yeah. yeah. Um, and you now, may possibly get some such. And I still could. I mean, that's that's definitely a possibility. And the midfield, Salah, Hazard, Marciano, Richardson, four informed players. Mm-hmm. You could totally see those as template. Alonso is definitely what we would consider template. Uh, Van Dijk, okay, maybe people might have Robertson, but a Liverpool defender is quite template. What are you getting at? My, my point is, you know, you had a quite a template team yeah. and you had a bad week. And exactly. it was a bad week template for template owners around because I'm seeing a lot, a lot. The reason I'm going quite up in the rankings with my score of 51 is everyone around me in the 20k mark in the template has yeah. the template yeah. or has a lot of those template players. And Hazard blanked, Aguero blanked, Martial blanked, Richarlison blanked, Arnautovic blanked, Jimenez blanked, blanked, the Wolves defenders blanked, Alonso blanked. Yeah. These are the reasons why everyone had such a bad week. So I was lucky that you know the guys I had, I had Mane who's yeah. still quite template so people were getting Mane points people were getting Robertson points and Salah points yeah. not many people had Mitrovic he's still owned by like 17% of the game but a lot of those are kind of a lot of lads up around ghost the top ships, 10 you know? 20k's they didn't have Mitrovic they didn't have they got up and they were right too yeah. and you know the ones who stuck were also fucking right too um, I think this week is one of those you know ebb, ebbing weeks you know <laughs> it's I, like things just yeah. disappear every now and again and then they all come back in like we saw a lot of members in our own mini league who essentially had the opposite of what you could refer to as a template team yep. the ones with the Abamyangs, the David Silvas uh, the non the Salas like so they yeah. had the Manes and you know they fucking all came in this week yeah and Ian's had Sterling for a few weeks and that's yeah. been doing brilliant for him yeah well we'll get onto Sterling later on because he's a specific issue oh I, we could dedicate yeah, a good could, portion of this could, podcast to Sterling I think we'll try to keep it to the fucking basics but yeah we could do an hour talking about him uh, and that you know what we should probably move on to the matches right about now I think we've digested a lot of the team I'm with you the template thing this week as we said the template teams all had a pretty low scoring week and it was the the little fishies on the outside the outliers they're the ones that picked up points the, the teams I saw that did really well were those teams that the manager decided okay and made a few moves and got the likes of Sané in yeah. because Mendy was out and uh, we mentioned that last week and you know Sterling as well you know people who just, who'd moved off of you know their second you know, hazards of Sterling a few weeks ago are really reaping the benefits. So when you're talking, we're talking about Sterling and fucking Sane so much. We might as well just get straight to the Man City match. That's the match to start. Yeah, on. that Definitely. is the match to start on. Man City hammering fucking West Ham four 0 three 0 up inside the first half. Um, we as a combined two players got how many points from that match, Amos? We both got you got four. I for got Aguero four for Aguero. I got two from Aguero. 
Uh, so that was six, and I think that was it. You don't have any other Man City players. No, players. You don't have I'm. Any City if there's anyone that's out there, you're thinking the exact same thing as me. Like, why do we only have one yeah. Man City player? We should have three Man City players. We should be trying to get a fourth in, and then be frustrated that we can't get that fourth. It's in. not only the why do we only have one Man City player because it's the defense. I can give or take a little bit, especially if you have Chelsea cover and uh, Liverpool cover. But <laughs> it's the why don't we have Sterling question. Yeah is the thing that's really hit home this week especially before the pod you know we were just looking at some numbers is his game time and uh, I just on the bigger picture especially including the last three weeks it just does not it doesn't paint an impressive uh, you know yeah we, we're very slow to respond to getting uh, in yeah and I, I have to hope that that's the case with, with the exception of this week with uh, a lot of the managers because I dropped 50k I didn't mention it but I dropped 50k I'm just down to 145 now so it's like Okay, fuck it. I'd have to imagine there's definitely top, you know, the the guys who are pushing up towards the top now, mm. they probably would have jumped in on this week. That was a big move. But the template is changing. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I, meant, why I wanted to mention it earlier. Everyone's kind of moving now towards Sterling might be essential, which is a slow realization to make mm-hmm. considering it's game week 13 and he's the top, goal, he's the top scoring FPL player in the yeah, game right yeah. now. And so he's just been so Alonso had just become the top scoring points player in the game and now it's starting again well look you want to so you can't pitch too much or you want well you do now <laughs> Sorry, yeah. spoiler oh, alert spoiled everything yeah, yeah, yeah so my move this week is when I went for Doherty last week it freed up some funds and I couldn't afford Hazard which I actually can now because Hazard <laughs> has actually dropped in price yeah. and you know what um, I believe looking at it he's actually at 99% close to dropping in price he probably will yeah, yeah he's looking like he's going to drop again yeah. so I could get him in but Looking at what uh, what Sterling has been doing, I was like, I gotta get him in. You I've been so you've done it. You have Sterling now, yeah. and just you know, focusing on the point, I think he's definitely wearing an essential tag around his neck with a bit of pride. Not necessarily just him. A Man City midfielder is essential, I think. So and you, you, yeah, you choose you one. Can't you say that David Silva is worth the same as Sterling. David Silva has scored three goals in three straight games. Yeah. Do you think he's going to keep that up? compared to like I think he I think he'll continue I think he'll keep up his points ticking over nicely for his price he's what is he 8.6 so he's like 2.5 million cheaper than Sterling yeah I don't know I think he's worth it he won't get the same returns as Sterling well look if I thought he was better value I would have went for Silva I went with Sterling Sterling. but what I'm saying is I actually feel like I might actually get David Silva as well (laughs) Uh, I don't think it's a bad upgrade with Charleston See, you have a wild card in your back pocket. I'm, so yeah, if I was doing any of these moves, I'm talking yeah. about what my we wild card. We could spend a whole episode just doing what you could do with your fucking wild card. Let's get back to City. Uh, neither of us had City cover in defence. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. One more clean sheet. Fucking another clean sheet. Um, that's boosted anyone who yeah. made the sensible move of men to the port. Seamus. But now that you have something, Not me. I can't really judge you. No, uh... Yeah, anyone that decided just to kind of play a little bit safe and dropped Mendy down to Laporte, uh, they were rewarded with a clean sheet. Um, the lads who decided to go cheap skating and drop to John Stones, they weren't rewarded with a clean sheet. No. Because he didn't start this week. No, he didn't start. Adam Mendy came back in. Now that he's back from his injury, God knows what he's going to do now. I assume Adam Mendy is first choice again mm-hmm. and that Stones is backup, which is feels harsh on poor John Stones, but... Who knows? I like Them's La- the breaks. La- Laporte is the only one who's uh, nailed there, and Laporte has gone up to six point one now since the start of the, since game week thirteen started. So he's gone up again this week. Yeah. So 
So I think the only other player left in that match to talk about is maybe Sané and uh, the option maybe that he... A, I would say maybe Aguero as well. But there's not much to fucking talk about Aguero. But that, we have to talk about the fact that he there was four goals and he didn't score. He yeah, wasn't involved in any of them. that shit happens. The, all you need to worry about is it that City... Perf- Sterling. Oh, get out of here, will you? Uh, get rid of Aguero, so... You know, it's like I might, no. I might, Fine, do it, do it. I dare you. I might in a few weeks. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not going to worry. Aguero played eighty fucking minutes. You know, City won four 0 He just didn't score any goddamn goals. It's not like City were shit and he looked disjointed. It just was yeah. one of those weeks, man. You know it. But my logic, I thought, was sound with the manager. I was like, it was a totally I thought pick. Man City, are, they're going to hammer and West Ham, and they did. Yeah. There's going to be goals. He'll surely be involved. And there'll be weeks. It was the last part that didn't come in. <laughs> Yeah, no, I will shit myself. Every time the fucking phone binged, I was thinking, oh, well, here's that goal. And the fact that he didn't even get fucking subbed at 60 minutes like I thought he would. Mm. You know, it got. To, I kept checking it. I kept refreshing the fucking page going, come on, it's 60 minutes, 65 minutes, 70 minutes. Surely Aguero's getting fucking taken off now. They're yeah. 3 up still. And uh, When are they going to get a penalty? Yeah. He's on penalties. <laughs> I've been waiting for a week. Yeah, wait till he's off and Mara's going to fucking every, sky it. Yeah, every <laughs> time they play, I'm like, they're definitely going to get I looked at it in their last five games they've scored 19 goals like mm-hmm. they're fucking unbelievable five games it's nearly, four, nearly four goals a game yeah. and one of those was 1-0 against what was it Spurs yeah, yeah. they're on fucking so fire they're, man. they're killing it they've got 19 goals in five games of those Aguero's been involved in five goals and Sterling's been involved in oh I can't do this up I think eight goals okay yeah so I mean like that kind of tells you and they're the same price that's why it's really so easy to compare them you're talking about and I, I totally get it but as a manager who has now got both Sterling and Aguero if you were to get rid of Guerrero, who are you looking at bringing in? Um, I'm not looking to get rid of him this week. So no, not this week specifically. But the week but you is talk about him as if it's a talking point. So I'm yeah. saying, who's turned your head? Uh, the one who was in my I wouldn't see the phrasing phrasing, ah, phrasing. You're saying turn my head. Well, There's you're players I'm eyeing up. Yeah, but turn my head would mean and indicate that they've done something exceptional that would turn my head. Whereas so, I'm trying yeah. to look ahead to potential form more than anything else. And now both of these players scored this week, Kane and Aubameyang. Those are the guys I'm looking at. Okay, so okay, they the haven't Kane. turned my head because of their performance this week, because I was looking for indicators where they may, you know, come into form. And they and both you think scored. It's so. possible that they could turn heads, which is fair enough. It's enough yes. of a reason to bring it up. And I can discuss both of those, the reasons why, when we discuss those games. We will, we will, and let's move on to one of those games now. And you know what? We'll go straight to the Spurs Chelsea match because that's the next one I want to talk about. Yeah, uh, Spurs. F- Kicking the shit out of Chelsea on fucking the late kickoff on Saturday. Absolutely making bits of them. Yeah. Uh, sure, I called over here. I watched it here with yeah. you. And I, like, I by the time I even got in the door, it was 1-0 already. Yeah, well, that's not typical because that tends to be your magic trick. Yeah. But uh, no, <laughs> fucking uh, great match to watch if you're anyone but a Chelsea fan because, uh, you know, yeah. it was pretty entertaining. Uh, Spurs, Harry Kane getting, getting amongst the points. Chelsea were shambolic at the back and Chelsea were overdue that Chelsea have had a good defensive record but they've there's I've always I've been feeling like they've been getting away with it they David Luiz has not inspired confidence I don't think they're really really sound you know Alonso gets Alonso was nowhere near Sun when they scored that third goal mm, I um, think they were chasing though they yeah were maybe yeah, yes, there's, there is that element but like he's caught up the field so often like this is what everyone was worried about when um, Sarri came in that he would temper uh, Alonso and keep him held back but he just loves to get forward so much that he's going to get caught every so often and I will say this Son could have had a hat-trick in that game Son played 
Yeah. Amazing. And like Exxon played out of his skin. I think Spurs played out of his skin. And things to note about that match is that we got to see the front three of Deli Alley, Christian Eriksen, and Harry Kane again. Obviously, yeah. with something in there. But uh, that was an interesting uh, return to form. All three of those starting in one match and looking strong as the Donkey's bollocks. Yeah, as amazing as it sounds, playing your best, you know, forward players in a formation <laughs> they played. <laughs> you know all last season and did exceptionally well it works really yeah, well oh my god you know, shock so hard Ali scored not Sun that scored. we're criticising them we know no. that the players they really all scored yeah. well Ericsson got two assists and the rest scored uh, yeah. you know Kane scored uh, don't know why the keeper didn't die for that but anyway that's a different story um, but yeah they just could have they carved them open time and time again and they looked really threatening and this was I've, I've been critical of Spurs this season saying look they've picked up wins you they have haven't been, been convincing actually uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, we're getting we're getting you know Spurs fans out there probably hating us for it, but I uh, I have to give them credit they were on the ball it was like what's a Spurs fan I, <laughs> about third place uh, um there was a there was a time like when they played United in start season early yeah. on I know what it was game before or something like that they had a crack in second half and they blew United away they had a crack in time, ten yeah. they had a crack in ten minutes. Yeah. Well, they the first half was tight, second half was, and I was like, that was when they looked impressive. But they haven't done that over ninety minutes in the game. Yeah. They did it against Chelsea. Well, we talked about this at the match, uh, or when we were watching the match, <laughs> not at the match, but uh, basically, like I've said it, like you know, Pochettino is a fantastic manager, and he and Spurs, you know, in the big games play well. They only lost mm-hmm. one 0 to City. Like they didn't, they could have fucking got some of that match. Yeah. You know, so but it's I like they're not a team to be sniffed at. I think it was just the, the teams that were. Maybe they're taking a little bit more for granted, and uh, injuries in the stadiums. There's all the fucking. There was a bunch of issues. Like it wasn't one reason. No, but the thing to take about out of this match is that Kane wasn't dropping so goddamn deep as he normally is, which is interesting. He scored a goal. He likes to fire in shots. Mm. Uh, his goal, yeah, there was an element of fortune with it. He shot outside the box, and probably keeper should have actually maybe made an attempt to save it. But you know, he scored. That's all you want. Um, Son, as I said, scored a cracking goal. Yeah. Could have had a couple more. Uh, Ali scored you know that's what you want Ali to do get in the box and score and Ericsson with his assist so the players I was looking at I was looking at Ali and Ericsson I want to see uh, signs of life from them especially Ali Ali's the one I'm looking at because he's even cheaper he's 8.9 mm. Kane still seems a bit overpriced but I am considering when I wildcard I'm, I'm definitely going to be wildcarding in the next two weeks by the way so it's not for game week not this week but it could be game week 15 or it could be game week 16 because the fixtures are turning around then and I could decide to go differential and now that I have Sterling covering Aguero and he's involved in more goals I could decide to get Harry Kane in yeah, and you I record yourself debating your wildcard uh, choices oh that'll be a long that'll be a long podcast in, if in, I record that in the shower in the shower <laughs> I do we'll di- tap I do di- into a whole different demographic I do I, I do different things in the shower I don't think of my wildcard stop stop I, I don't I, even know I don't want to know what you're thinking of in the shower Getting back to uh, Spurs, Deli Ali's who you're looking at. I think, um, yeah, just to sum up on that match, basically Spurs, uh, you know, if they could have written a more of a Hollywood script, uh, you know, they would have made a movie out of the goddamn thing because it was exactly what you could have imagined. You know, all the beats were the same. Ericsson, Ali, Kane, all involved. Son kicking some ass as well. But and Chelsea, though. Uh, Chelsea, yeah. Should look. we talk about how shit they were? I don't want to. Uh, I think ha- I don't think we'll just they, we'll just I think they, they had poor. a dodge. Yeah, they were poor shit, and they had a bad game. I'm not gonna read too much into it. I think they still have the third highest clean sheets in the league, or something like that. They do. They have six clean yeah. sheets. So I'm not gonna read too much into it. I think David Luiz was particularly fucking abysmal on the night, 
And uh, no, that doesn't really FPL wise. I think Chelsea have a fucking strong fixture next against Fulham. No, I wouldn't really worry too much. There's a lot there of people thinking get rid of Hazard this week. Yeah, is the Hazard to Sterling train is going to be uh, passing all the stops. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to thinking about it. I'm one of those people. Uh, you know, it's not it's not an option like making one move, but you know, it's something that I could do if I you know it's there with a minus four. But there's a lot of people that you know have Hazard at a more expensive price. And well, could you not do it? Just uh, like no, I couldn't. I'm point one. Place. No, I'm point one short. Oh. I'm actually point because I got Hazard at ten point five or something like that. Oh yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. So him dropping is fucking me right in the ass. But uh, look, I think there's no need to focus too much on Chelsea. Uh, just know that next week they have a lovely home fixture against Fulham. And uh, Hazard, I definitely sick. I don't get this. Yeah, whole I'm the exact same. That's why I get the need to want Sterling, but to get rid of Hazard for him. No, um, I think it'll. We'll see. Only time will tell. But we'll go on to the next match that had grabbed their attention, and that's the the one where my captain was playing. Uh, Salah for Liverpool, who beat Watford three 0 Scoreline's a bit flattering. Uh, it was one nil. What up to the seventy eighth minute or something? Like seventy fifth minute. Yeah. Uh, so Salah opened the scoring. He did. And Manny with the assist. Yeah. It took yeah. a took a long time. I don't know what time they actually scored originally. Was it like sixty something minute or something? It was late enough, and uh, yeah, but they got their goal. They have to go, and uh, and then uh, Trent stepped forward and got a lovely free kick. Yeah, and I was only giving out a couple of weeks ago, saying, "Why does he keep stepping over these free kicks?" Because he uh, he anytime was it Man that won the free kick? Man, no, it was Firmino that won the free kick. Uh, so Firmino got a goal and assist and three bonus points, but one was for winning a free kick, which is not an assist, but it's a fantasy assist, which and, is fine by me. And the last uh, game, yeah, and the last, well, I, I'm fine with that too. Uh, but people are looking towards it saying oh look he got a goal and assist yeah well one was like he just won a free kick and someone stuck it in from 25 yards so take that he still got his goal the goal was a tap in after Foster made a great save for Manny so so he's in the right place at the right time but he's not what's with the Firmino hate no I'm just saying I would be careful about looking at Firmino saying he's back in form you know, I think Salah he's delivered points and he will because he's in a team that results in goals but like one was a tap in and one was he won a free kick Salah, Mane and the, any of the three defenders that uh, people own yeah. so Mane, yeah. Mane with two assists and he got he actually yeah. outscored uh, Salah, Salah. He neither did. with bonus though no but that is worth considering I think there's only what 10 points give or take a handful between what Mane and Salah have got this season yeah. 70 odd and 80 odd or something like that and uh, for the, uh, considering million. there was 3 million in the difference that's 3.5 I think technically I know it was 9.5 Salah was yeah. oh 13 so yeah 3.5 fucking million start the season I know you where you're thinking here where your mind's going you're thinking you have no idea where my mind's at <laughs> <laughs> well that's that, that's true <laughs> yeah but in a, if you are thinking about FPL then I know you're definitely thinking why don't I just keep money and just get rid of Salah and save the budget save, bank that three and a half million and that will allow me to get another Man City midfielder in yeah there's a fucking shit ton of uh, of options out there I don't even want my mind is breaking just trying to think about it you know yeah uh, uh, Watford for their part um, seem to just have regressed into the Watford that we knew from last year again uh, they started off well this season had a lot of bite and battle about them but I don't know the last couple of games they have not been looking too great Again, I think they're fine. They'll come out of it hopefully, and uh, they'll 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 be they'll be one of those teams that are just gonna you know they're gonna pick up matches like West Ham I think this season. 
Yeah, they're unlucky. I mean, like the, as you said, they were in the game for a lot of it. And, and even at Liverpool, one man. Yeah. You know, the second best team in the league, if you ask me. Yeah, the third goal was like really at the end of the game. And yeah, yeah and they were chasing it then and Liverpool were down 10 minutes. So they were really fucking going at it. And hopefully they could make something. And they didn't. But the main things to take out of it was Van Dijk, the whole defence kit in their clean sheets again. Alexander-Arnold putting in another fucking double-digit haul with his, uh, with his goal in his clean sheet and his bonus points. 25 points in two games. Oh, crazy ass motherfucker. Fucker, and uh, <laughs> why are you so bitter towards him? Because oh, fuck off. Uh, is it because you had him and you lost patience with him? And then what do you mean lost out? patience with him? He was swapping matches with Gomez, and I didn't want to be fucking you know constantly worried about whether he's going to play or not. So I upgraded to Van Dyke, who should have got a hat trick against fucking Arsenal. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> this no. is this is what the hangover is all about. When yeah. we set up this hangover at the start of the season, the whole intention was we're probably both going to have shits you know not shit seasons but well it's like both, it, anything could happen yeah there's yeah. going to be plenty of times we're going to have a good old bitch and moan at things here yeah. but generally like I haven't had too much to bitch about all season no you've had a fucking cracker and no. to be honest and with you, you've been rising each the, week so yeah. you can't really give out well yeah I've had this week was my fifth uh, would have been my sixth green arrow in a row if I'd gotten one and it didn't so I can't complain <laughs> you know this shit happens if I get another five in a fucking row then uh, I'll be happy again so mm. we'll take it as it comes but we'll uh, move on to the next fucking match and uh, we should probably balance this out with talking about a match that didn't have a shit ton of goals and that's the Man United Crystal Palace match criticisms abound from that match Seamus uh, Man United failing to deliver any points um, for their FPL owners outside of the defence I suppose anyone that went with Lindelof who by the way was you know fucked up by the end of the match and continued on but uh, yeah he would have got a clean sheet bit of a hero I guess yeah. bit of a hero something like that yeah, yeah but if you had uh, Luke Shaw you didn't get that because he was suspended oh, the fuck it's suspended and if you have De Gea in goals it means you're actually not playing the game and you've just picked a game with <laughs> one team and have left him in there to start no uh, I think the biggest talking point is Martial not uh, continuing his fruitful run of form uh, for the last few weeks and give, delivering a tree can't score him in every game and now yeah he's what well, I got him in this week. Yeah. So yeah, he's it's a particular sore point for me. But I got blessed by Madison's red card, which means that I would have just got a minus two as opposed to a three. So I'll take a fucking five point swing there. <clears throat> that would de- been my definite outcome. So yeah, I'm not complaining. Uh, but it was a pity to see United not scoring. And uh, yeah, is there anything no. to take from an FPL perspective? Not to analyse the game from a football perspective, but just from FPL perspective, anything? FPL-wise, I would say United have another nice uh, match against Southampton next. I know it's away. Uh, They'll be looking to come back from the Crystal Palace match, but United are the same as they've been since the start. They're hit and miss. Lukaku was brought back into the team and scored. Uh, Goal was ruled offside. Yeah. Um, Actually, Kuyate for Crystal Palace actually scored, but it was uh, again ruled offside. And not a whole lot from the FPL perspective you know like you're saying um, just other than Crystal Palace are coming into a nice run of fixtures now they've got a home match against Burnley next and uh, they've got Brighton West Ham and Leicester afterwards so if you still got Juan Pesaka I would obviously be looking to play him in a couple of those matches because he yeah. was uh, excellent on, on Saturday starting him this week definitely yeah. yeah, he got a clean sheet this week which was like you, second place on my bench you hit me with a crazy stat before the match you were saying that uh, he has got a mad number of 
consecutive cons- successful tackles. Oh, don't be asking. I, I, I don't have the specifics, but it's a fucking huge amount. Look it up. Yeah. I, you had him in your hand when you were saying him, so yeah, I believe he, you. <laughs> he um he's winning. He's high top of the league for tackles made this season. Yeah. Uh, successful tackles made, and the stat I saw earlier in the week. Um, the consecutive amount that he's made without yeah, losing in the, the tackles, last like eight or, eight or nine games, he's like one. He's made eight or nine games where the tackles averaging about three to four tackles per game. Uh, without uh, without losing a single tackle, yeah. like he's won, got a hundred percent success rate from tackles in his last eight or nine Excellent. games. It's crazy high, and they have a lovely run of fixtures. So anyone with Juan Basaka in their team, as do both of us. I know I do. You do, don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. So we'll be. We have an option now. I'm very you surprised know? he actually didn't get any uh, bonus points. He's usually in amongst the bonus points when they keep a clean sheet. I know. But for Marseille owners, hold tough. They have a lovely fixture next, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that's about it for those uh, those uh, fucking two teams. Those dopes. Those dopes. But that uh, brings us on to another shower dopes, and that's Southampton for, con- <laughs> <laughs> for conceding three goals uh, at the weekend. Thanks, uh, McCarthy, getting me a one from one point. Me? No, the other McCarthy in my life, uh, my FPL goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, so Mitrovic, it was definitely a, a happy day for you seeing him come good. He got his two goals. Yurt, Yurt. Yeah. Yeah. two goals for Mitrovic, and he could have had a hat trick. Except McCarthy went down and actually made a good save, so he mm. saved you some more misery there. Um, when I wanted to get rid of him a couple of weeks ago, I had the Madison injury to deal with, so I couldn't get rid. And this weekend I had Mendy, and I wa- even if I wasn't going to go minus four when he was playing Southampton, yeah. And Jimenez also had a nice fixture, but I was like, I'll just play yeah. Mitrovic. You'd have had to have Jimenez scoring a couple of goals to even yeah. that shit out. So when I was score. when I was looking at my team before he played so shit against Huddersfield in a game week eleven, uh, I ha- was planning on keeping him for this game anyway. Yeah. Because I just, if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm just going to rag on Mark Hughes every time. You are. He's a terrible manager. It's becoming a staple of the show. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. He's just poor, poor manager. He's going to bring Southampton down and they're going to eventually get rid of him. Um, but Lay off un- Sparky and move back onto Mitrovic. Well, the <laughs> thing about it is, no, I'm going to stay on Southampton <laughs> here for a second. The thing about it is, at first we were looking at who's playing Cardiff this weekend, get those guys in. Who's playing Huddersfield, get those guys in. Then it was Fulham can't keep clean sheet. We should uh, just captain whoever's playing Fulham this week. I'm looking at Southampton now, man. Any who's whoever's playing Southampton, who this weekend is Man United, I'm like maybe captain for a Martial. Uh, that, I'm not going to do that because that's not crazy. Go mad. Yeah, also, I don't mad. have Martial. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Let's not go mad. But uh, you know, Mitrovic came to good, and I assume you're planning to hold on to him until you at least wildcard. Uh, I would like to. I still like to get rid of him. Um, he's actually getting transfers back in now, but like two you're the next three are away to Chelsea, Man United. I'm not oh. going to get minus points to get rid of him. I've made my move this week already, which is. Sterling for Mane I had yep. to do I had to act early which I don't normally do but I have the wild card in my back pocket so if Sterling gets injured in the Champions League I can just activate that and yeah. set around my team yeah. no I'll hold on to Mitrovic for a few weeks longer and I'm kind of debating what I ch- like seeing how poor Chelsea were against Spurs this week defensively maybe I might start him this week I don't know who Mitrovic yeah I might start Mitrovic I mean I don't want to go I don't know if I want to go double Wolves defence again yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't blame you for being put off it a little bit, uh, especially after you know losing it this week. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just wouldn't write Chelsea's defense off too too quickly, especially after how poorly they played at the weekend. I can imagine Sarri wanting a result at the weekend, you know, and drilling into another team. But look, there's still Europa League to come this week, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it's usually know? a reaction when a team gets a bit of a, a pummeling like that. Southampton, no assets to worry about there. I mean, this this guy Armstrong. Yeah. Um. Came from Celtic, I believe. He got two goals this week, and fair play to him. They're, they're 
well, the, the second goal was definitely a good goal. Um, but yeah, he got like 13 points or 15 yeah, points. Yeah, you already said it. Like, Southampton aren't seem to be looking I'm not at, getting him. I still think Ings is definitely an okay uh, budget striker, but like if you're looking to bring Min, not to fucking hope. <laughs> they have Man United at home next and then Spurs and Arsenal all in the next four matches. You know, Cardiff. He's an injury concern. Yeah, as well. so fuck all that shit. Sherla scored as well. He that did, be, and and Sessing got two assists. I think it's worth what I think Fulham are still worth monitoring, especially considering this was Ranieri's first game in charge, and uh, no one really knew what to expect. Mitrovic banging in a couple of goals. That's definitely fucking bonus for any of the, his owners. But you know they have a fucking tough match next against Chelsea, and we'll see how Ranieri reacts. And uh, afterwards they have a Leicester match, and then a Man United. Watch so. yeah, watch him against Chelsea. That's a that's a tough fixture you're not going to get any win for that but watch them against Chelsea and you know then they've got a nice two games there a nice easy game against Leicester at home a nice easy game away to Man United yeah well, which as we all know is an easy fixture to lose <laughs> apparently it fucking is but breaking news breaking news you heard it heard it first beep, 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 yeah beep, Burnley beep. Newcastle uh, what's the score Shannon? yeah I just got an alert there it's uh, it's 2-1 um, to Newcastle at the moment it's just coming up to half time Ben Mee has been a bit of He's been up and down the pitch. He's got an own goal and he's got an assist there for Sam Vokes who's just scored. Uh, Kieran Clark's got a goal. Matt Ritchie assist. Uh, I don't know who got who's going to be credited with the assist for the Ben Mee first goal but you know none of these guys are highly owned or so yeah. Ben Mee is going to end up on and worth noting that Burnley have now lost their clean sheet and any Joe Hart owners have uh, been punished. Yedlin owners have got nothing there so far unless they, do he end up getting the assist for the one. Matt Ritchie and Kieran Clark what are they on by like 1% of the game? Yeah, exactly. Very little. But look, let's move on to the next match. Uh, Arsenal, Bournemouth. Uh, 2-1 Arsenal. Uh, Aubameyang owner is sitting pretty for another week at least. He, get, he got his goal this week. Yeah, um, no Lacazette this week. No Lacazette at all. Not even on the bench. No. I thought it was interesting. I think he's got a hamstring. He's got some sort of injury anyway. Um, but it was assumed that it wasn't that big an injury. He yeah. didn't go to the France team. And he trained. But, yeah. But uh, he, he was, I don't think he was in the squad. No, he wasn't. He wasn't at all. Yeah, not even like on the bench. He just wasn't in the squad. So, uh, Bournemouth not providing any, uh, you know, fruits for their owners. Uh, Wilson Blanken. It's time to talk about Bournemouth. Is it? Yeah. Again, <laughs> we've been talking about them for the last week. We told, we've mentioned that their fixtures have swung to a certain direction. That they're playing now a lot of hard games. They've lost three in a row. They've lost three in a row. They've lost three. Man City next. Yeah, they've lost three in a row. Two one. You know, and they've got, as you said, Man City next. Now, then a relatively easy game against Huddersfield. Then Liverpool. Huddersfield is not a fucking easy game, all right? It's Huddersfield not, are it's a not. tight game. Like, yeah, Huddersfield are going to get beaten by the big teams, the ones that can crack fucking mm. defenses. But they are solid. Wagner has them set up tight. They beat Wolves at the weekend two 0 and Bournemouth. Yeah, they can. They could win, but they're not going to fucking walk over Huddersfield. Huddersfield Liverpool didn't no, walk they, over them. Fucking. I don't know if Man City did. Huddersfield have got a nice home game here against Brighton this mm. week. Okay, again they could realistically get something out of her. At least continue a bit of form. If they get something out of that, they could go into the Bournemouth game, even though it's away, and be like, "Well, fuck this shit. Let's have it. Let's exactly. give it a go." And that's you know when you look at that in context, Bournemouth's next three fixtures are Man City, Huddersfield, who we just mentioned, and Liverpool. That's fucking tough run, run mm. matches. If you're holding, like we've mentioned, what to do with Wilson, what to do with Fraser, and I was saying I'd be more likely to hold on to Fraser than Wilson. King came back this week. He did score a goal. King scored. So this is what happens when King is in the team. Wilson's on penalties when King's not there, and everything. You know, Wilson is the main man, and they might even play like with uh, a three up front. You know, with like uh, Fraser on the left 
uh, of Wilson and uh, yeah. Brooks or someone on the right. So Brooks picking up another assist this week. He's yeah. uh, keeping his fucking and a goal disallowed. Yeah, he's keeping his owners happy. He's keeping his minutes up. Yeah. And uh, there's lots of positives to look at from the Bournemouth perspective in terms of there are options, but based on their last couple of fixtures and what they have ahead of them, I'd be staying clear out of it. Now. Yeah, Fra- Ryan Fraser has been my, um, you know, my best player this season. I would say you're eating the hazard. Yeah, he's been my my little gem. He's up to six point yeah. two million now, but if I wildcard next week or the week after. He's coming out. Yeah. Sorry, I, whatever about the, the value and stuff like that. I could go back. I have no problem going back to him and paying six million for him in uh, in in a few weeks, like in six weeks, seven weeks time, ten mm. weeks time, or something like that. You know, after Christmas. But no. I'm not. I don't want to. There's none of his fixtures really that appeal to me. Even that Huddersfield fixture doesn't seem very appealing. And that brings us on to the Huddersfield match. Uh, as we mentioned, they beat Wolves two 0 this weekend. Disappointed for you as a Wolves defend, yeah, double Wolves defender owner mm. of them there's yeah. people who tripled up this week Huddersfield, there is yeah. Huddersfield aren't tearing they're not, up trees yeah like, they're not know. tearing up trees but they're not fucking getting mauled either they're not making a holy no. show of themselves but they are kind of not they are not scoring a lot they are like yeah. very kind of low on the goal scores kind of column and uh, yeah they got two this week not just one but two Aaron Moy who's somebody who I had last season and got me goals and assists yeah. and took you me over Moy's boy. Yeah. and yeah. I, I like the guy but he hasn't done anything this week. Uh, this season, he's kind of been playing more on the right side of midfield than anything else. But as you said, Huddersfield aren't tearing up trees at, in attacking ways yeah, anyway. You know? Here's a sack. Wolves five games in a row without a clean sheet. Oh. You know why we all have you know Wolves defenders now. Doherty as he says, has got his attacking potential. <laughs> I have a Wolves defender because he's four fucking million. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, as I said, Moy mostly playing on the right hand side now. He's kind of been pushed out there this season. And who like where 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 is their weakness at the moment? It wolves. Uh, their left back Johnny's injured. Yeah, Johnny. So who they got vinegar playing left back. <laughs> so he obviously didn't you know he obviously didn't yeah. do a good job. Yeah, no, well they conceded to Jimenez who I got in this week was unlucky not to get another goal, keep his run up. It was marginally uh one point four centimeters from away yeah. from being a goal. Well that's what you want. You want science in your football apparently. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, it was a Jer micro dick away from scoring. <laughs> God damn it, Jer. And that's on air now. Uh, it is, yeah. Now, with now everyone knows. Yeah. I think every time you've said we got that, I end up leaving it in. But uh, yeah, no, so that was 2 0 to Huddersfield, and they, they should be proud as punch. I think they went up to 14th in the table after that win, dragging themselves out of the relegation zone. But uh, someone who is going to be worried about. Uh, relegation zones Cardiff they got fucking hammered this week uh, well hammered 1-0 hammered 1-0 hammered uh, against uh, Everton yeah. Sigurdsson getting a goal definitely worth talking about because he is a rival to Richardson who is arguably the biggest uh, focal point from that match uh, going into it yeah I would just say the same thing I've said in past game weeks you know stick with Richardson or Sigurdsson they're both probably going to be around the same value you're going to get a couple of weeks where Richardson scores and Sigurdsson does nothing, and then you're going to get a couple of weeks where Richardson does nothing and Sigurdsson scores. So yeah. don't try and switch from one to the other. It's like switching from Ericsson to uh, Ali yeah. in previous seasons. Make your you're bed miss and your, lie yeah. Just yeah, exactly. If you want to go with that, go like Richardson yeah. is exceptional value. He's playing out of position. Sigurdsson is probably going to have slightly more attacking returns. He's on set pieces, penalties. And we know he's a proven asset, you know. Yeah. But he's marginally more expensive, so he is. And uh, 
before we move on, worth uh, mentioning Dean again. I know we talked about him already, but yeah, he got his clean sheet this week. Yeah, we recommended him last week. Uh, Everton defence, who've been doing quite solid recently. Uh, it looks like Yerry Mina started that Colombian guy who yeah. scored against England and who got like three headed goals at the World Cup. He's a serious menace from a set piece. Um, if he is in there ahead of is it Zuma they have playing yeah. normally with Keane? Uh, if he's if he's back in there now that he's back from injury and he's starting alongside Keane, then Keane and Zuma, you know, they could be a Zuma especially. Or not Zuma, Mina, 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 Mina. Oh. Mina could be a real threat. He's got something, some crazy stat. Like he scores uh, like one in three or one in four games. Yeah, that's not a striker or midfielder. That's a defender. Yeah, he's just so good in the air. But he, had, I guess, it's a short career. It is, and you know, <laughs> very true. But worth monitoring. But yeah, another clean sheet for Everton. And uh, and update, still no Cardiff players. Where I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to promote big massive shock horror update there. Uh, no, but clean sheet for Everton and two teams who didn't get a clean sheet this week: uh, Brighton and Leicester. 1-1 one, one. we talked about Duffy already uh, in re- relation to myself and having him on the bench yeah he got one point because uh, of the yellow card um, biggest talking point in that match Madison's red card for sure I think oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, for diving for diving yeah embarrassing um, so that would have pissed almost off. as embarrassing as my moustache oh, yeah well stop it's okay Seamus alright nearly November's nearly over you, you can go back to normal in a couple of days I must snap a, an old pic and stick it up on the, fa- on the Twitter and Facebook page no I'm not going to put it on Facebook fuck that stick it on Twitter though it's follow us on Twitter guys yeah, yeah do <laughs> do but uh, yeah Madison's red card that made me feel a whole lot better for the getting them out for the minus four because it balanced it out and other than that Vardy's late minutes uh, or you know late match fucking penalty rescued a point for Leicester and uh, took a clean sheet away from Brighton owners who I must admit, you know, with a bit of shot and Friday in me, uh, yeah, I was happy to see that Duffy wasn't sitting on my fucking bench with a clean sheet because God knows mm. I could have done Murray it. up front scoring again. He did. He did. Still doing what he does when he's playing at home. And Brighton with Huddersfield away, Crystal Palace, and Burnley at home, uh, all before a stiff fixture against Chelsea. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, there's a fucking lo- lovely bunch of matches coming up, and uh, anyone with those those assets you know primarily the defenders they're not going to be too uh, in, in much, too much of a rush to get rid of them if I had Matt Ryan Dunker Duffy you know we're playing them all three of those games mm. but uh, Murray is not great away from home so Huddersfield away and Burnley away you don't know Crystal Palace we, at home maybe. we don't know we don't know yeah. but uh, Leicester though I would say one thing interesting stat I was like I saw Ian Hatch got the assist again and was like how like he keeps getting assists he's tipping away I looked at it he's got one goal five assists he's got five assists like he's yeah. kind of near the top of the assist charts for his price yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no he's not guaranteed to start he's not worth it at all but yeah. I just found it interesting if he could get cement in there you know in the team maybe yeah no no I get you but I think that's all of last week's matches and it brings us to the things we're looking you know ahead to and uh, I suppose it brings us to the regular section of our picks and our misses or misses in your case picks in my case do you not want to talk about next week's fixtures do you not think we've done enough well we have to at least alert listeners that oh, there's a Friday game fine there's a Friday I was game. hoping we catch a con- few of the cunts off guard and uh, you know they could skip over it <laughs> yeah. here's your weekly warning lads this is a week with the Friday night game so your uh, transfer deadline is going to be on the Friday uh, I would, but I guess like what seven o'clock or something. Seven o'clock on the dot. Seven o'clock on Friday, guys. You gotta have your teammates. So you gotta don't be get ready caught the... out by that. Have your transfers lined up and have them made Friday morning. 
whatever you need to do. Mm. Cardiff and uh, Wolves kicking off uh, game week yeah. 14. Uh, do you want to bring up any other things that might make me look foolish before I... All I would say is that the games uh, are on Friday, that one Friday game, Saturday and Sunday. And then you've only got a couple of days before the next deadline. Oh, okay? that's worth mentioning, actually. So we were discussing it earlier. We haven't decided what we're going to do next week. Maybe do a pod Sunday night or Yeah, s- we're thinking we can get one out a day earlier, trying to fit in. Same yeah. as we do this week, but yeah. Because we'll game week 15 is starting Tuesday and Wednesday. Normally, we'll record on a Tuesday. Yeah, but what time is the, the deadline? That's like quarter seven on... Uh, the Tuesday is it the 4th yeah. of December we could record on Sunday and then get this out for Monday maybe yeah but look don't worry about that we'll shit. decide this we'll shit. be there and we'll, we'll let you know on social media yeah and well but just be aware if you are thinking of making your transfer this week you're not going to have to wait too long for the following game week price rises may not affect it too much you know if you want to roll your transfer if you're thinking about using a wild card if you still have one available it's just something to keep in the back of your mind no, it is, and uh, I thank you for bringing it up, Seamus, because I totally would have forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we can do the part you were talking about. Well, okay, let's get to it. Uh, we do our picks every week, and considering the astonishing gap between the two of us in our overall ranks, that isn't existing in the... Uh, no, there's a, there's an astonishing gap. Yeah. Tell me, Seamus, how yeah. did you get on this week? Who were your two picks? Yeah, we looked at this earlier. Oh, a second. Ignore you know, the ruffling of pages here. I gotta find the, the stuff. Yeah, you fucking hammered me again. Mm. So I had first picked this week and my first, or last week, and I just said, "Well, fucking, you know, mm. Salah, Guerrero, Salah, Guerrero." I went to Guerrero, you went Salah. Okay. Um. Then I went for my next pick with Charleston, and you went with Sterling. We all know how that turned out. Yeah. yeah. So like Salah got eight points. I know that Guerrero and Richardson got a combined five. So you beat me already before even taking into account which uh, Sterling score. What did Sterling get? 14 points something 14 like points yeah. yeah 14 points on the so dot 22 points to 5 so uh, if we're actually tallying these up which I'm going to do and I might actually bring this up <laughs> get this ready for next week's pod you're absolutely slaughtering yeah I think I'm 13 for 13 now yeah in terms of there might have been a draw, a draw there. One yeah, week. there might have been a draw but I definitely am undefeated so far and I've never I'll take me. what I can get I'll take what I can not get not for 13 though we've only started doing this in game week maybe 3 or something I'm going to pretend like it was the whole time okay? at least for continuity double sake. figures I think you're in 10 anyway yeah but go on, uh, this week, I think I'm, I'm our, up first. Our, our differentials, no. Oh, yeah, me, the Give me the, at least that small bit of solace. I, I don't want to. In the differentials, I went with Dina, so that was like six points. Now, that being said, I'll look at my phone any second now, and Kennedy will Ken- have fucking scored. <laughs> uh, Kennedy's still playing, but to the best of my knowledge, he hasn't done that. The point is yet. that when we go off the air, that'll be undecided, so I still don't feel too bad. Yeah, yeah true, true. Oh, fair enough. But bring us on to next week, Seamus. Next week, okay, I had first choice last week. I went with Aguero, like Aguero is the... Aguero. But I have first choice this week. Yeah, you first choice yeah. this week. So. so this week I went with Sterling. Yeah. Bit knee jerk. More of a pity pick for you, because I think he's not going to play this weekend. Uh, I just feel he's so bad. This. I don't know how long I can keep it up, so I'd rather dive my boots on. And, you know... So you decided to give me the obvious pick of Hazard <laughs> against at home to Fulham. Exactly. There you go. That Hazard at home to Fulham is as nice a game as you want to get for Hazard all season. And I hope I'm wrong, because if he does fucking uh, bang in a couple of goals this weekend, I'll be pretty chuffed. Is it that knock that he has that's worrying you? Uh, the knock, we didn't bring it up during the match. Uh, I have my own thoughts on that. We watched the game, and he didn't seem too fucked as far as I was he concerned. He played on, he so played he's on, surely fine. And he didn't look as you know bollocks. You look at the likes of Lindelof at the end of the Crystal Palace match, which we talked about, and uh, you know that's a player that's playing through pain. <laughs> you know, Hazard, I think he's even came out and talked about how 
you know he's used to the shit by now and he'll be hopefully available so i'm wishing for a rest this weekend in the europa or this week in the europa league and uh i'd like to see him fresh and fit for the match against fulham we're so just, if you <laughs> if you are right this week it's win-win for me so yeah we're just it. covering each other's teams you've yeah. gone for sterling because i have him and i've gone for hazard because you have yeah, him. yeah yeah and my second pick is aguero so, so i'm doubling down city i just think they're gonna hammer the fucking shit out of barman this weekend and uh, who I, don't you think, I don't think you're wrong. I you don't, don't think, think I'm you're wrong. wrong. Double negative me. Yeah, uh, and I'm going for my second pick. Uh, I'm going for Salah. Salah. Yeah. yeah. No, he's uh, he's he's definitely uh, every week, every single week. You know? Merseyside Derby. Merseyside Derby. Yeah. That could yeah. easily. I'd love to see a fucking. I'm interested in that match this weekend. That's yeah. one of the ones I'm actually looking forward to. Sure. Know? The goal he scored against Everton last season was voted the Puskas goal of the year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even though it was pretty good, but not definitely not the best goal of the yeah. year I think I've read <coughs> some headlines on that but uh, any differentials this week Seamus well we looked at the differentials this week and I based on seeing how Newcastle are beating uh, Burnley, tonight. Burnley tonight and you know they're on a good streak I kind of fancy maybe Rondon someone who hasn't got any points tonight uh, not that I'm aware of no um, but yeah he's got uh, two goals the previous game and uh, West Ham at home I think could be fruitful. Fair enough, fair enough. I've gone with Josh Murphy. His name is Josh, isn't he? Jay sure Murphy is. from Cardiff. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I've gone with him, and uh, yeah, it's Josh Murphy. He's yeah, I think well. so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've gone with him. I think again, I'm giving you a bit of a soft one. I did, like well, you, you played 23 g- minutes last week. Yeah, I th- well, I think you. I'm picked, picking a Cardiff player. You picked him. How soft can you get? You picked him, and then you realize you played 23 minutes, and then the stubbornness kicked in. It's like, no, oh, no don't you assume? <laughs> they know. They're listening to this yeah. issue. They know it's stubborn. You know. No, fine. I think uh, I think Rondon could be a good pick. I mean, I, my original choice was what ownership is uh, Sane, but yeah. he's over five percent. He's five point five right now, so we can't pick him. No, we can't. We can't. Does that bring us bring us to the end of the show, Seamus? It does. It does. Um, feels so fast yeah no it was a fast one this week I would just kind of uh, mention what we said there a few minutes ago about the game week 15 deadline being on Tuesday and obviously the deadline here being a bit earlier uh, it's coming ticking fast now it's coming into that time we're of getting the year. into Christmas man yeah we're going to have yeah. a few days we got to decide ourselves how we're going to do the podcast mm. over the Christmas period are we sticking with one a week and just trying to review two game weeks in advance well we'll worry about that off air yeah no we will worry about it off air but uh, we will communicate <laughs> with you this week though what we would say is we're going to try and get one out uh, before the next game week is at least what we're talking about we don't know what day just yet but there should definitely be podcasts available we think for next Tuesday I think to sum it up watch the skies yeah, yeah. but uh, you should be lining up your, uh, your game week 15 transfers here as well the good transfers there seem to be that Bournemouth fixture against uh, Huddersfield but again Huddersfield have been doing well lately yeah, and I'm going to put devil's advocate and say don't line up anything and just take it each week as it comes. Ignore him. Because He's no, fucking down over 100,000 places. We'll I'm in top 20k. We'll see where we are season. Look at, be lo- be looking at Everton. No, you've made a be holy show of yourself. Brighton. The holy show of yourself now you've met, Seamus. Look, we'll leave it there, folks, right? Uh, I'm going to say goodnight, uh, Seamus. Yeah, may yours be green, guys. No, 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 no. We're not finished with that shit. i got to give all the Twitter stuff. Then why'd you say Seamus? Because that's your name. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, uh, look us up on uh, Twitter at FPL Hangover. You're uh, at FPL Drunk. You're kicking some ass in that still. With balls is up, Jack. With balls are up. Yeah, yeah. So follow me at FPL Drunk. Uh, I'm also running the at FPL Hangover page right now. You're 
you're you're kind of keeping an eye. I'm sometimes. keeping an eye on it. I'm doing one posting. Yeah, but like I'm keeping an eye, making sure you know that I'm the watchful guardian that you need but yeah. don't deserve. The supervisor. Yeah, yeah. So we'll leave it there, lads. Uh, also, you know, if you need to get us on email, fblhangover at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's a uh, good night for me. Yeah, it's a good night for me, guys. May your hours be good. God bless.